0: Take your Bibles and turn with me to Psalm 121. Psalm 121. Here's a truth for you. If you want to live wisely, learn to ask good questions. If you want to mirror wisdom in your day-to-day life, learn to ask good questions good questions. Now, I'm not really going to give a lot of credit to those little toddlers who learn the question, the one-word question, why, and they drill it into us. Why does a dog have two ears and one tail? Why can't I have any ice cream right now? Little kids have a way of taking that one-word question and just drilling it into us. Here's what keeps them from being wise. My experience with them, they're not listening for an answer. They just like the question. So as you come to this time today, and I only have just a handful of minutes, so I'm going to invite you to listen pretty quickly with me this morning. As we come to this particular time in the life of our church, as we move into a time following this service where we will have the opportunity to listen to you, our task force, as we move to put feet to the vision that God has laid on us as a church, you're going to have the opportunity to answer some questions that they're going to give you. So let's start today by understanding that good questions have a way of helping us get to wise decisions. So here's three questions for you today. The first one is, what concerns you? The second one is, where do you go for help with that concern? And then the final one is, why worship? Let's deal with the first one, but actually before we do that, let's read our text. Psalm 121 We read these words, it is a song of ascent. I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade on your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day nor the moon by night. The Lord will keep you from all evil. He will keep your life. The Lord will keep your going out and your coming in from this time forth and forevermore. Three questions. The first one is, what concerns you? Now, I I, I actually, I had to change that question because as Christians and as church attenders, we often are pretty advanced in our defense mechanisms. What I really want to ask you is, what worries you? But I know well enough that inside church our tendency is to say, well, we're really not supposed to worry, so I, I don't really worry, Pastor. Okay, so what is concerning you today? What are the concerns that you bring into this time, the, the life concerns that you have? What are those for you? I want you to be really honest as we consider this question. I was preparing this message Um, actually kind of trying to fine-tune it a little bit as I was driving across the state of Texas on Friday night. Teresa and I had to spend most of the week in Huntsville, Texas, as we were trying to get the contents of the house that my mom and dad owned together uh, cleaned out totally. The house is under contract. Praise Jesus. And uh, we had to have it cleaned out. And so my brother and his wife and Teresa and I spent the better part of the week in Huntsville trying to get all of that done. We finished; I finished my part of it uh, on Friday afternoon, mid-afternoon. And so I jumped into my vehicle and I started the uh, relatively short trip <laughs> to El Paso. And somewhere about 10 o'clock at night, I was on a stretch of road that went from Brady and Menard across to El Dorado, Texas. And it was a long stretch, almost 60 miles, and I noticed well in, uh, just briefly into that little stretch that there was no other traffic. I mean, I was like the only person inhabiting that stretch of road, it seemed. And as I was thinking through this message, I was also thinking about that road, and I recognized that I had no cell phone service, And so somewhere, about 10 miles into that, I started thinking, now what happens if I have a breakdown out here? And that led me to what happens if I have a flat out here? And that led me to this kind of basic conclusion. Then I'm just going to die out here if that happens. (laughs) Now, as a rule, I'm not a worrying kind of guy. I'm kind of like you. I don't worry, but I have concerns about some things, and uh, that was a point of concern for me, and, and I was thinking through this message, and it's like the Holy Spirit said, hello, and then this question. Are you going to continue to live in fear? Or are you going to trust me? So what concerns you today? Would you say that you have a tendency to give in to fear in your life? Not not as a rule but just even occasionally what is it that concerns you Psalm 121 verse 1 the very first part of it opens up with the psalmist giving us a point of reference about what concerned him he says i lift up my eyes to the hills now this is a psalm of ascent as you heard me read from the very beginning of this it is a psalm that the pilgrims in Judah, and, excuse me, in Israel, as they made their way to one of those three mandatory uh, feasts. Uh, What's Fiesta here? It's a feast there, uh, but it was a worship opportunity. Three different times a year where God said to Israel, the males among you must attend. And the reason he said males because he knew he would get all the families with them. The males must attend these three festivals every year, these feasts every year. It was a time of high worship for them. And this psalmist now, as he begins to launch out, the second in this series of, I think, 13 psalms of ascent, that they would sing along the way as they made their way. Whether it's danger that's natural like hiking along a ridge in a windstorm, or snakes, or robbers. There are plenty of reasons for him to be concerned. I look to the hills, and then he adds to that, where does my help come from? He, he pulls back for us a little bit of that defense mechanism that we all tend to have And he lets his heart be seen. I'm looking up to the hills on this journey, but I need help. From where does my help come? Let me just stop and say it's okay for us to have concerns. This is a good time for us, I think, to be honest and transparent with the Lord. Life has a way of dispensing out trouble in heaping doses, and sometimes the unknown of what's immediately in front of us, or even that long-term stretch, maybe it's a job transfer, maybe it's a change in status from being employed to being retired. Life just has a way of leaving us wondering about what's out there. It's a good time for us to be honest and settle into the reality that we can be honest with God and say, I- I'm a little... Are a lot concerned about this as we stand now on this brink of moving forward as a church. Many of you may be out there going, I'm a little concerned about, you know, we don't know where this is gonna go and some things might change and all of that stuff. And so, my uh, encouragement to you would be that you mirror the psalmist here. Where does my help come from? And then he gives us a definitive answer. But before I get to that, let me just highlight the fact that we now transition into the second question. The first one is what concerns you? The second one is what do you do with those concerns? And so he gives us some answers. I'm just going to read these, make two comments, and we're going to be done. Again, Psalm 121 I lift up my eyes to the hills. From where does my help come? My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he who keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. Have you noticed how many times he's using the word keep or keeper or something like that in there? What we need to get a handle on as we come into facing those things in front of us, the unknown of the future, the concerning things, the things that make us worry, fall into the security that we have in God himself. The Lord is my keeper. Notice that first response. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. If you just are not too sure if you can really trust God with that problem that you have, don't forget that He is the one who made heaven and earth. Not only did He have the power to pull that off, He had the wisdom and the smarts, we might say, to design it all in such a way that it works the way it works. You see what happens is that we tend to get concerned about stuff and then we fall into our own resource. We start thinking that we have to figure out how to get through this and and we have to know what to do and we have to make it happen. The psalmist would say to us even as a church poised to step out into a future that is unknown to to us it is not unknown to him and it is His work that we do. We are His children. We are His people. Where will we look for help? What do you do with the concerns that you have? And I say, we look to the hills, and there we find our God. We are on His mission. Trust Him. Let's pray. And so, Father, as we come to the end of this brief worship service, We come recognizing that more than anything else, we need to hear your voice. We need to know that you are still God, that you are still on the throne, that you are still trustworthy, that you are still loving. We need to know those things. We know them in our heads, but so many times we forget them in our hearts. So on this day, help us to settle in to the confidence of life that we have when we embrace you and your plan for us. If there's anyone here today who has tried living their lives in their own strength, we pray that today would be the day that they release that and surrender that attempt at control and find life in you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Let me ask you to stand, if you will, heads bowed, eyes closed. You can sing along, but just right there where you are in the privacy of where you are right there, Do business with God. What are you doing here today?